0: Hello, friends. This is Pastor King, and what a privilege to be with you once again. Thank you for meeting here and allowing me into your space. In my last podcast, we looked at the topic shame, and we were able to diagnose the potential problems that come along with it. Today, I want us to look at how to remedy the situation. I want us to take a look and how to let go of shame, guilt, and regret. For the discourse today, the text under consideration is Joel chapter 2 and verse 26, and it reads, You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. You see, shame is feeling like you are worthless. It happens when other people treat you poorly and you turn that treatment into a belief about yourself. Shame is a very powerful emotion. It can eat you up, take a foothold in your mind and can remain so forever if not dealt with. Shame is the tool that the devil uses to cloud our minds, to make us believe that we are less than what we are. It may seem like the shame, the tragedy, the mistake, and the storm have sucked the very life out of you, but it hasn't. Don't get sucked into short-term thinking and make permanent decisions of that. Your struggles, your storms, your shame, and your tragedies will not last forever, but you will. Determine not to make the mistake of redefining yourself according to your shame. Why? Because God, your creator, does not hold you in shame. No matter what you have done or believe about yourself. Because Jesus died on the cross for every bad thing you ever said or did, those shameful deeds are no longer held against you. Your acceptance of Jesus' sacrifice on your behalf frees you from the shame of sin. Adam and Eve were deceived by the devil and were ashamed to encounter God. They did not want to see him because they thought they were not good enough. And in an attempt to remedy the situation, they tried to cover themselves. When you are tempted to wallow in shame, remember that feeling is not from God. Why? He said, my people shall never be put to shame. The emphasis is on the word never. As I mentioned last time, When we are battling shame in our lives, we don't give ourselves any room for grace. The grace to be human and the grace to make mistakes. Sometimes we are so hard on ourselves and we measure ourselves by other people's standards and expectations. That is not fair. Please, let's learn to give ourselves grace just as we extend to others. It is allowed. So after we give ourselves some grace, the question then is, how should we deal with the shame? I want to share a few thoughts with you. These are by no means exhaustive in any sense of the word. So point number one, meditate on scriptures that deal with shame. For example, in Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 7, The Bible says, instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. Again, Isaiah says in chapter 50 and the seventh verse, he says, for the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. You see, Isaiah says, For the Lord God will help me. And because of that, I cannot be disgraced. Friend, the Lord God will help you. No matter where you have been and what you have been through, This one assurance suffices and should give us the servants of God an indomitable strength. The help of God stands always waiting for us as promised. It never actually comes to us until the need has arrived for it. Then we find it is always ready. The grace of God is there for today and for every day. That is why the mercies of the Lord are renewed, not every year, not every month, not every week, but every day. As a matter of fact, they are new every morning. God wants to help you. Take advantage of his words, bearing in mind that he is with you every step of the way. Point number two, take responsibility. For your actions. If the reason for the shame is due to some wrong you committed, then commit to making amends for any harm you have caused. If the harm cannot be corrected, then ask for forgiveness, put it behind you, and move on. It was Winston Churchill who said The price of greatness is responsibility. We are not perfect, we make mistakes all the time. All we can do is to try our best to learn from our mistakes, take responsibility for them, and do a better job tomorrow. George Bernard Shaw said, We are made wise not by the recollection of our past, but by the responsibility for our future. Accept responsibility for your life. Know that it is you who will get you where you want to go, no one else the day you take complete responsibility for yourself, the day you stop making any excuses, that is the day you start your ascent to the top. Point number three, be conscious of your confessions. The Greek word for confession is homologio, meaning to agree with or to say the same thing that God says. When you say what God says, you can change the circumstances of your life with his word. It's not like you are denying the circumstances. Rather, you are confessing what God says about the situation. And since God cannot lie, his word shall come to pass. And so the wise man says in Proverbs, he admonishes us that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Friends, though we all go through shame at some point in our lives, understand that you are not a loser. You are a winner. You are not a victim. You are a victor. You are not to be pitied. You are to be envied. You see, it's in the quiet crucible of your personal private sufferings that your noblest dreams are born and God's greatest gifts are giving in compensation for what you have been through. Hang in there and keep your faith. Point number four, accept yourself. Practice self-acceptance and trust God and yourself to do better in the future. Self-love is the purest and most important form of love. Ladies and gentlemen, you yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserves your love and affection. The measure of a person is not the mistakes they make. It is how they respond to them. Before I wrap up, I will leave you with a story. A traveler in the far east tells of watching a tapestry maker shouting instructions at a loom and threads suddenly appearing in the tapestry. When asked for an explanation, his guide said, the man you see shouting is the master weaver. He is shouting to his apprentice behind the loom, telling him what color of thread to use and where to put it. Only the master knows the design, so the apprentice has to listen carefully and do exactly what the master says. The traveler then asked his guide, what happens if the apprentice gets it wrong? What happens if he makes a mistake? Well, replied the guide, the master being the artist that he is, he just works it into the design just like the apprentice. So you made a mistake. You stumbled and fell. And it looks like you put the wrong color at the wrong place. Maybe the master artist, the supreme architect of the universe, just called for a thread that does not make sense to you at all and changes everything. My word of advice to you is don't you worry. He knows exactly what he is doing. He will way, somehow work it into the design and weave a beautiful tapestry out of your mess. At the end of the day, it will all work out in your favor. Because all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Are you a child of God? Do you love the Lord? Then you are called according to his purpose. And because of that, because of that, he will come through for you. You will overtake and recover everything. Don't let that shame hold you down. Keep on moving. I pray for you. No humiliation planned for your life will materialize in the name of Jesus. I pray that the glory of the Lord be your portion. The favor of the Lord rest upon you. May the Lord elevate you. May the countenance of the Lord rest upon you and cause your head to be lifted up in Jesus' name. May you walk in the favor of the Lord. May you walk in the glory of the Lord. May you walk in the joy of the Lord in the name of Jesus, amen. Friend, before I signed off, I would like to make a simple request of you. If this content has been a blessing to you, please subscribe and share this content with your friends and family so that we can do life together. And if you are ever in the Twin Cities area in Minnesota, please come by and visit us in person at Christ Covenant Chapel, located in Brooklyn Center at 5452 Dupont Avenue North. Until then, until the next time we get together, I'll see you at the top. Shalom.